Hello, and welcome to Let's Talk. Astrology Talk? Uh, let's Talk with Tess. We will see what the title will be. I'm so undecided, but this energy lately had me going um, crazy. I really needed to start this. I really wanted to come out here and find more of you guys that are interested in these kind of topics. And because I went in very, very strong, hi there, I'm Teresa. Nice to meet you. Thank you for clicking on this podcast. And um, I'm here basically to talk astrology with you. And I'm so interested in everything that is going on with the stars. Anything that has to do with the planets and how the above world works basically like how the planets how do planets affect us because we let's be honest we have noticed consistent changes if not consistent it's not if not changes sorry it's like consistent occurrences with the planetary changes and what a better time for me to start doing this uh, and start communicating with you guys than in almost Aries full moon. And we're going to talk about this in this podcast. Um, we're going to talk all about Aries full moon. I think it is the reason why I made me do this. It is a really good time to start doing what you want, guys. Start doing what you feel, um, what resonates with you, basically. What what do you want to do? What is that thing that you have set aside because you had so many buts, if, and maybes that you never did, and now you want to start doing it again? Well... I'm not doing it again. Like I, I haven't done any podcasts so far or I haven't done anything similar to this. But at the same time, I always liked uh, with my Leo rising. I always like to be in the center. I always like to entertain and I have studied to be an actress. So I do have a connection or a communication, an ability to communicate with like audience with an audience which I really like and I think Leo has that a lot because as as a Leo like as a Leo rising I do enjoy um spreading positivity and enthusiasm and you know be the the light of the party bring some light into this darn dark party um that my Scorpio son brings so you saw right there, I just went in a little bit on my planets. Oh my god, we're on fire! And Aries is not even here yet. Aries, by the way, is on Mars retrograding. Mars is retrograding in Aries for the past, I want to say, week or so. Yeah, it's been a little bit more than a week. No. What am I talking about? It started retrograding in 9th of September. So it's... It is actually 20... 20 days almost. 22 days. I'm recording this 22 of September 2020. So 
Uh, the, the full moon in Aries will be in 1st of October, so in eight days from now. We are preparing, sister. Literally, I am preparing so bad for this. Um, ever since I realized what is going to happen, because at first I didn't notice, because I'm new to this. I'm sorry, guys. I'm getting my diploma right now. <laughs> but at first I didn't notice what is going on with the planets, because I'm basically very new to this. But th then the first thing I noticed um, was the sun being in Libra and we have an opposition with the moon which the moon is going to be in Aries Aries and Libra are opposites in the zodiac circle if we start a chart with the first house being Aries um, so the, the sun is in Aries we will end up with a descendant if the ascendant is in Aries the descendant will be in Libra they are like the, the opposite signs so you having the opposite basically planets the moon and the sun in opposition of each other is really magnificent to see but aside from that there are so many things happening that day that haven't happened in a long long while what i mean is that we have a very weird um a rare square in the sky at that time um, basically Mars is squaring with Jupiter no 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 Saturn Saturn is squaring with uh, wait, wait wait I want to see the um, my notes here because I don't want to mess anything up so yeah, Pluto forms a square with Jupiter and Saturn on on the sky. So yeah, it is a very very strong uh, energy. It is a very strong um, dynamic. I want to say Jupiter shows that it 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 does have an optimistic approach into the whole thing. But we, we will have to back up a bit and take things from the very beginning. Oh my god, I'm only six minutes in and I I feel like I've said everything. But I'm most probably if I go back and listen to this, I've said nothing. So I'm very excited actually. I'm very excited why? Because I'm, I was actually excited about uh, retrograding Mars because it was in Aries. What happened was that Mars was almost ready to say bye to Aries and go to Taurus. But at that time, it when it started going backwards. So what happens is that we will have Mars in Aries for an actual really long time and I think I think it's going to be until the beginning of next year. Uh Capricorn season, I think it's going to be the last uh, I'm not entirely sure I will have to check this up but what happens is that Aries is staying a really long time in Mars Mars now is the planet of Aries now what do we know about Mars first of all let's start from there Mars is associated is considered to be the, the god of war 
I'm so sorry if you can hear this in the background. They are, um, are actually constructing something the last months. And right before I started this recording, this recording, I actually started it because I did not hear those guys working. And I was like, oh, cool. That is a good time to, you know, start the podcast. But fuck me, no. Anyway. Moving on, what I was saying, I was saying that uh, Mars is in Aries, and Aries basically is the ruling planet of Mars. Mars is the god of war, or it's considered as the god of war by the Greeks. Making Aries a very, very good warrior. And Arian people are going to tell you they are, they do have issues with aggression. I'm sorry, okay? I love you guys. I do. Uh, my best friend is an Aries, and I would not change her. No matter how crazy she gets, I would not change her for the world. But she can also get very aggressive for no reason. And what happens, though, with Aries, it's not that they want it. It's not like they're going outside and being like, okay, who am I going to curse today? No, it's not like that. It's Aries... Is a very energetic sign. They always need to have a passion project. They always need to have something to do. They always need something in the works. Uh, they are the first sign, so they're all about the ego. They're all about what they're doing. They're all about themselves, kind of, kind of sense. And it, they can't get sh- selfish, but they are really good leaders, and they're gonna be there for you. They are honestly very loyal to their friends and to their relationships. They are going to be there for you, but don't expect an Aries to be the most, the best listener, let's say. And that's where Libra comes comes in because it's the exact opposite of Aries. Libra is the best listener. Libra is the person who's going to sit down and be like, okay, I'm going to listen to your side. I'm going to listen to the other side, and then I'm going to decide which side uh, I will take. And he will do, or Libra will do this with an open mind because Libra is all about justice and communication. So having having Aries here being like, well, fuck this, that's what I want to do, it can cause a little bit of selfishness in them. But other than that, they're, they're great leaders, they, they have a lot of energy. They're hard workers. Very clever people. But the issue comes when that energy is stagnant. That The issue cam- comes when the energy they have does not move around. They do not actually have those passion pro- projects that I said before. They do not have all those things they want to do. So Aries can actually tend to become aggressive when... Yeah, when it when it stays stable for a long time, when it does nothing for a long time, where things don't change for a long time, that's when Aries tends to be aggressive. When Aries has places to be, things to do, it's like, go, 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 go. I need to go now. I don't have time for your bullshit. So seeing that, our emotions are going to be like that. Because Aries is going to be in the full moon. So it's going to be the, in, uh, the moon is going to be in the position of Aries. 
It's going to be in the sign of Aries. So that means that our emotions is, are going to be all about ourselves. And at that time, they have to be. Also, being Mars being in Aries, as I said, and being in retrograde means that we have to look kind of backwards. Like, not have to look. We have to go kind of backwards. We have to look what is inside of us. What is blocking us? What is making us aggressive? Because... Mars in there will bring up aggressions. So the best way to do and the best thing to do is look at those aggressions and go and think what caused those things? Why do I why why am I why do I feel angry in that situation? What's causing me to be aggressive in that situation? Most of the times you will see I like to say, and I think psychologists say that a lot as well, that anger is a secondary emotion. So anger and aggression, to me, they hide something else. So what I want to say with this is that you will find something deeper. You will find something that is blocking you. Maybe the fact that um, you're not following your purpose is the reason why you're aggressive at that time. Maybe you need to do more stuff to figure out what you want to do with your life. Maybe you don't want to work at this job that you worked for so long and it offers you nothing and you're only doing it for money because it's not your purpose. Depending on you and what you look at your aggression, like where your aggressions come in what form like they, they can come in a form in the family you can have a lot of aggressions with your family that means that something must be done there there is something to be resolved so yeah aggressions are gonna come up i i i see that kind of it's inevitable even for me knowing that oh yeah mars is in retrograde and it's in aries even me knowing that i get irritated a lot and i have been the last two weeks but every time I I see the irritation uh, rising up I just take a step back and after I said what I need to say because that's Aries energy they will say what they want to say they will communicate what they want so after I do that I take a step back and I assess myself and I say okay why did I go about this way what did I want to achieve and was this the best way I could do it so I think these three questions are very important for this period. So why did I do this? Was this the best move? What was I trying to achieve by this? Aries can get... Aries is very enthusiastic. Let's, let's start from there. It's very enthusiastic. It, it has this, you know, newborn energy, like, okay, we can do everything. What should I start doing kind of thing? So it is easy for us to just get into that space of being what I want to do, what I want to be. What, but we do have to communicate with others about it. And I think the energy with Libra on the opposite side and the sign of the moon and the sign of the sun, 
at the moment will show that no matter what people around you say, you need to be yourself. But you also need to find a way to communicate yourself better. You don't have to be aggressive about it. You don't have to be mean about it. You can do it in a nicer way. Maybe find a more diplomatic way to say something. Libra is all about diplomacy. Libra is all about trying to balance the two sides. So, yeah, I don't believe that we should stop doing whatever we want to do or whatever we please to do just because, you know, like everybody wants to do, everybody is kind of egoistical at this time. We need to un- we need to be able to communicate with others what we want to do. We we have to be egoistical, but we also have to be a little bit diplomatic. Now, this opposition is perfect for new beginnings. It's amazing. It just it's so strong. Libra is not as strong as Aries is when it comes to war. But what happens is that they're both both great warriors, right? But Aries has the sword and Libra has the words. So when Aries is going to fight you with a sword and is going to cut your throat, basically, Libra will come and find another way to either manipulate you or get what they want in a more diplomatic even manipulative way when I say even manipulative and why did I mention oh they might manipulate you it's because when Libra is in a low frequency in a low vibration I think that's what diplomacy comes to if diplomacy comes from a very low vibrational state I feel like it can become manipulation and (laughs) Being a Libra moon, I can definitely understand that. I There are a lot of times in my life looking back and thinking, even like when something happened, I would be in my, my house later and I would think about the situation. I would be thinking stuff like, was I manipulating or did I actually use my skills to make the other person understand what I want? Or did I manipulate the other person to just get what I want? Because making the other person, that's the difference with manipulation and diplomacy or communication, is that when you're manipulating, you're not making your true um, motivation clear. So what you're doing is you're trying to get what you want in a different way, without making your motivations clear but when it comes to communication when it's in business let's say where you have to find a common ground you try then to you both have your motivations up front and you try to find a best solution in for both sides so even though libra is very good at that is very good at finding the best solution on both sides because it's all about justice and we'll see clearly and easily both sides uh it can get into a point if it's low vibrationally uh, or in a low frequency of manipulation so we have to be very careful about that 
we we don't we we have to be aware to not manipulate people but communicate with people but as i was saying it's a very very strong um time if you want to start anything new if you want to actually follow your true path and if you don't really understand what that means like you might hear me right now and be like Teresa what are you fucking talking about I have bills to pay I can't leave my job and do whatever no you can't and I you won't but let the energy transform you let the energy of this time of this opposition of this transit transform you to your higher self let yourself be opened up to the possibilities of your existence Think of it as a child energy. Why do we like children? Because children are representative or of every possibility there is. We don't limit a child. And believe me, <laughs> you've seen children. They're stupid. But we don't limit their potential to what they're doing right now. We're seeing the potential. And I think we do have to focus on our potential or on our potential and yeah, what we want to do with our lives, dude. A lot of us, I feel like we're in jobs that we don't like. A lot of us are have other things, other goals we would like to achieve. A lot of us have things that we want to get over with or things that we like a chap like we want to open a new chapter in our lives and i think this is a great opportunity energetically at least to do that to let yourself be open to the change let yourself go with the flow um towards your higher self your higher your highest potential i do want to see if i have like anything else uh, oh sorry i want to see if i have anything else written down that I forgot maybe to mention yeah like that's that's a really way a nice way I have written in my notes like empower ourselves to uncover the secrets uncover the secrets of who we are and why we're like that what do we want because again Aries looks inward looks is going retrograde so it looks into the self because Aries is all about the self. Mm. Yeah, it is a time of evolution. It is a time of evolution. Uh, it is a time that does not come often. And I think that's something I, I cannot stress enough. It's not only that Aries is in opposition with Libra at this new moon. Uh, sorry, at this full moon. <laughs> so sorry. But what happens is that a lot of planets have very unique positions. That these positions have not happened in 500 years and around 1,000 years. So... Pluto coming out of retrograde 
around the time of the the full moon and Mars being in retrograde and having um, Pluto, Jupiter, Saturn, having all those squares between them makes a very, very unique energy. An energy of out with the old, in with new. And I think this whole year has been basically preparing us for that. Um, This whole year has been getting out of our comfort zone, changing our habits, changing our everyday life, um, trying to to do stuff in a different way that we've never done before because we have this crazy pandemic. So I think this, the year of 2020 in general was and is a year of change. Um, I've heard this a couple of times actually. I think the first person who mentioned this to me is, was my brother. Like it's the year of purge. It's the year of purging everything out of your system. And I had not thought of it that way when he said that to me. I really haven't. Uh, and at first, I had these... You know when you, when you see a cartoon and there's this very animated face, or that's how I have it in my, fa- in my, my mind, a very animated face with question marks on top of their face. Well, basically, that's what I was when he said that to me. I was like, what? What? And then, of course, I don't Libra Moon. I don't trash ideas the moment somebody says that to me. Uh, even though I'm a very fixed sign, I will sit with that idea. I'm a very fixed person because I have um, Scorpio Sun and I have my ascendant in Leo. So that is very fixed energy. But Libra comes along and fixes everything for me. <laughs> I I. I'm I'm so thankful to my Lero moon. Um, as I was saying, yeah, my brother said that to me, and I was like, "What?" So I sat with it for about a day. I slept on it, and I woke up, and I was like, "Dude, it's actually true. Everything in my life, the last, I want to say the the." second half of the year the second half of 2020 has been so freaking toxic so intoxicating in every way like my relationship that I I had uh, that ended in 2020 the relationships we have at work the way that everything works at my workplace and backstabbing situations And I just mentioned these things because I'm here reacting to all that and trying to react as highly vibrational as I can. But I understand that I'm a human and a lot of the times I don't react as I should react. And then you're sitting back if you're someone like me or I believe you are too for you to be in this podcast. um, You sit back and you're like, what the fuck happened? Why Why did I react like this? What happened to me? What gotten into me? And I felt so aggressive this year. I felt like all the time everything happened around me was so toxic, so not good. And I'm not saying that things are better, but I think things slowly clear up while this 
Because you cannot clear things up if you don't see them. Like think of it, th think of it in your house. Let's say if you don't see a corner, that corner won't be cleaned at the end of the day ever because you don't see it. So we have to throw some light into these areas of our life that cause us to have toxic relationships and toxic experiences and get them out of our system. So I felt like, um, sorry, I'm sorry if I'm moving the mic sometimes. So I felt like the energy of this year was so incredibly toxic to a point where, <laughs> oh my God, I feel like this is a perfect story for that time. You don't know me. Hi, my name is Teresa. And you might think I'm an alcoholic after this story, but I promise you that was the first time that happened to me ever. But uh, I don't drink that much. I drink once in a while on Saturdays with my friends. And, you know, telling you all this toxicity and toxic situations that have been going through, friends of mine go through it as well. So we went out to drink with a couple of friends because they weren't feeling that well. And it was tequila. For most of you who has drunk tequila, you must know you have a terrible, terrible um, hangover from tequila. And you get terribly drunk. So it was the first time I actually had tequila um, in my life, I think. I, I, I don't ever think, aside from one or two shots, like I haven't drank all night tequila, but that night we drank tequila. So uh, the next, I was feeling, my head was feeling clear, like I can think clearly. My vision, my body was drunk and I could tell, like I could think clearly, I could communicate to you clearly, but my body was, body was drunk. So the next day I was sick. When I say sick, I've never felt like this before. I hope I will never feel like this ever again. I learned my lesson. But I literally felt, I took everything out of my system. Literally felt like I, I had a fever. Like my body was trying to burn this devil from inside. <laughs> and it's so fitting for this type of energy because that's how I feel like this whole year has been. Like, we've done stuff, and now we're kind of paying for them, but we didn't know what we did exactly at the time when we're doing it, and now we have to go look backwards and be like, oh, that's why this is happening. I don't know if you get me, though. Like, does, does, that, does this make sense? Does it even make sense? I don't know. I'm trying to communicate as best as I can. My Libra, Moon, and Mercury, they're like, you have to be composed. You have to say everything so clearly so you won't cause any miscommunication. I think this is my biggest fear, and this is why I haven't started this so far. Because I feel like uh, whatever I say in this podcast or generally will be miscommunicated, and I do not want that. I think it's one of my biggest fears. I am open to learn. I am open to be told when I have some 
wrong or rigid ideas. I really don't want to be a stuck-up person or you thinking that whatever I say right now won't change later on about my ideas because I'm a very fluid person. Even though I have two fixed signs, um, that means that my personality, personally for me, my personality does not change. Who I really am does not change. And my Libra shows that who I am is intellectually open. So I'm not here to tell you, yeah, you should 100% listen to me. No, but I'm here to make, um, to open a conversation and talk like I would talk with my friends. I know that 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 has been said so much. I mean, most probably some of you or all of you, I'd rolled back there. But I really want to open communication. So... And I know that a podcast is not like a YouTube video that you have comments underneath and you can read them. But honestly, if you want to reach me and tell me whatever you want, you can go to my Instagram at Mighty Redhead, I, at Mighty.Redhead. And you will basically send me a message. I will see it. <laughs> I'm not that famous yet. Though. I will see it. Believe me. Yes, I don't, I'm not willing to open every conversation because I know that not everybody is here to make constructive criticism. But at least I'm willing um, to be criticized. And if it feels really good saying it. So I think that was actually a pretty good pretty good wrap for the what is going to happen in the 1st of October 2020 it's going to be in the full moon is going to happen 1st of October 2020 I'm sorry I have to drink something you also drink some water or anything you have drink something with me as I was saying Uh, The full moon is going to happen 1st of October 2020. It is going to happen at 7.31 universal time. When I'm saying universal time, I'm talking about... Sorry, there's a helicopter now going above my head. Um, I mean Greenwich time, universal time. I'm not talking about... American time or any other specific country it's the universal time the clock is at zero let's say um, and you can convert your time zone and you can check your time zone and convert the time accordingly so let's say I'm in the Netherlands from 731 I would add two hours so I would make it 931 at night If I was in Greece, where I was born, um, I would make it plus three. If you're in the Americas, then most probably you will have to take it like minus eight or minus nine. I'm not sure. Minus seven to minus nine, I think it is, depending on your, your region and the U.S. So, yeah, I think that's the gist of it. Like, 1st of October 2020 at 7.31 p.m., 
universal time, Greenwich time, uh, the full moon is gonna happen. And the moon usually stays in its place for about two and a half days. So its effect, it's gonna be felt a little bit before and a little bit after. So I don't want you to be completely like, oh, at 9.31 and look at your clock and be like, okay, what do I do now? <laughs> Nothing. It just, it's the energy around that day, October 1st, one day, two days before, two days after that you need to really focus on what I've talked about on looking in inwards, seeing what needs to be done, taking care of your stuff, taking care of yourself, taking care of whatever you want to do in your life, your goals, your aspirations, your growth, your spiritual, uh, emotional, intellectual growth. It doesn't matter. Like <laughs> That's another thing. I don't care what aspect you choose to grow in. Just grow. <laughs> I don't know if it makes sense. But if you want to grow spiritually, grow spiritually. If you want to grow intellectually, grow intellectually. If you want to grow physically, I'll grow physically. Go to the gym. Oh, by the way, it's a great time. If you feel restless, if you feel like aggression is coming up, if you feel like your energy is too stagnant, go run. Do some yoga. Get that energy moving. Aries is not fucking around with stagnant energy. I told you before, they can get very, very aggressive when it comes to stagnant energy. So move around. Do something. Go go run with your dogs. Take your cats as well. I don't care. As long as you get your ass off the couch and move that energy inside your body around make it refresh get new ideas in you i don't know why i said that it just came up it's very interesting this medium because you don't have anybody at least right now i don't have anybody to uh, bounce off my ideas with i am planning on having people over and having different discussions uh, about different stuff but that would be in the future and of course i i don't want to promise anything because i don't know exactly what direction i want to give this whole thing i know okay i know where i want to go and i know what i want to do but i don't know uh, how the circumstances let's say will work with me because in greece we also have this saying and i think in a lot of countries uh european countries or maybe in english as well you will have this saying that when you make plans god laughs at you um yeah in a sense that you know don't make plans something will happen something will go wrong something won't go your way be open to change basically and i think that's a perfect message sorry my rock here uh, i think that's a perfect message for this time be open to change don't be fucking rocks <laughs> and I, people that have so much earth stable energy will have a really hard time with it i'm not even kidding people with very stable energy will have very hard time 
And I was thinking now, like, <laughs> remember if you, if any one of you watched Avatar, um, congratulations! It's an amazing show. Um, but oh, sirens! Everything is going around today. It's crazy. Um, anybody who watched that show will know uh, that Aang, the Avatar which was an original airbender, had huge issues with learning how to um, learn the earth element and fire. But fire for different reasons than earth. But now it's that exact feeling that earth energy will feel towards the fire energy people. Because earth energy is so stable so reliable sometimes they forget that your ways may not always be perfect and yes you need to be stable and reliable and we need that um, as the people around you but it is best to also be willing to change sometimes and adapt things and situate in adapt into the situation which I do believe that for a person with strong element of earth in their chart or, or people that have strong quality of fixed signs, fixed, I don't know if it, uh, you can hear it properly, but yeah, fixed signs in their uh, chart, then they, they might also have some issues with having mutable ideas changing their their way of thinking it's very interesting for everybody's going to work differently um please do not hesitate if you want to learn more about your chart please do not hesitate to ask me um you can find more information about it uh, at my socials um actually at my instagram which is as i mentioned before at mighty redhead mighty dot redhead um and yeah i will be happy to answer your questions and give you readings if you want to i'm currently just to i'll finish up this podcast with basically uh telling you a bit about myself because we went so I, i was i needed to get this whole thing out of my chest so much that I just had to go out with it. So my name is Teresa. I'm studying astrology at the moment. And although I've said all those things in pieces, this is like all together. Um, I study astrology at the moment. I live uh, and work in the Netherlands, but I am originally from Greece. I grew up, um, I was born and grew up there. And I generally, because... As I mentioned, I'm a Scorpio sun, Leo rising, and moon in Libra. I find that I want to communicate openly my ideas. And Leo just always pushes the clever Libra on the stage being like, go, go ahead, go ahead, tell them what you think. Which is not always perfect, but um, that's why I started this whole thing. And as I said, I want to create an, an area of a space of conversation. So, yeah. Ooh, 
Another really interesting thing that you would like to do, for those of you who meditate out there, um, you don't, by the way, you don't have to meditate. There are a lot of ways to meditate out there. You don't have to meditate the traditional way. But uh, for those of you who do meditate or who do like to try out new meditations or do it from time to time like I do, uh, there is a great meditation I was reading about for this uh, season. I cannot take the credit for it because it was not mine. I also tried it out. And I really want to, like, wait, I want to open this again. Hmm. Okay, Jill Winterstein, I think it's her name. Um, I was reading it from basically my sister-in-law. Sister-in-law, she's not married with my brother, but she's my brother's girlfriend. So she basically bought something from this woman like for the Aries full moon, and she shared some things with me. Uh, because she knows I'm interested and it had a very nice interesting meditation into it basically it told you um, do a blow like you want to blow out a candle like a very intense one like so do that and see how it feels see how your belly contracts inside and you basically what you want to do is take a deep breath in she um she referred to it as two-thirds of your breath, like feel two-thirds of your lungs, sorry. Um, and then do that, those little cut breaths, like you're blowing out a candle 20 times. Repeat that. You can do your hands, like count them. I don't know how you want to count them, but you can count them with your fingers if you want to. I did at least. Um, and then take a deep breath, hold that breath for 10, 10 seconds, release everything out, and repeat. She said to repeat for two times. I did it for three because I don't believe, um, I didn't, I wanted the power of three more than I wanted the power of two in that situation, I want to say. So it was my preference. I did it for three times. Then she said, you can continue with your meditation, I think, or you can just observe how your body feels um, according to that exercise. And she mentioned, she called those fire breaths, which I loved the name. And when I was thinking about it, I was like thinking dragons or, yeah, again, like kind of avatarish dragons to like the like the dragon that um fire lord had what's his name the fire avatar i can't remember i'm really bad with names roku yeah i think i think his name is roku he had a beautiful dragon but yeah like that was a cool meditation to try out during this time i think it will help a lot of you. I did try it out. I did enjoy it. And I do understand where this comes from. Like why this is recommended for 
fire breaths, as uh, Jill calls them. They are... They make you do... They do make you feel like a dragon. Like, they do activate that solar plexus because the the tension you feel is over there. So, whew, makes you kind of energized to, like, get up and do stuff. But I do not recommend to do that. Just sit after you do the breaths. Catch your normal breath and do a normal meditation first. I do recommend that. Normal meditation, like sit with your breath a little bit. Regain that calmness and then move on with your day. Or as she mentions, and as she mentions, or as she mentions, um, mentions, can't talk. Um, yeah, like just sit and go through the feeling and see how you feel with this meditation it's pretty interesting pretty interesting indeed I'm thinking if I have anything else to tell you I don't think so I think I'm pretty happy with Aries full moon first of October being my first episode or the introduction of this thing I'm so, so happy um, that I'm actually putting myself out there and trying to do this. I don't know. Maybe I'll delete this one. I have no idea. But yeah, like I'm very happy with everything. And thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for clicking on this podcast. And I'll see you all next time. If you want, follow and join me in this journey to see what we'll end up with. Again, thank you so, so much for being here. Have a great day. Bye.